think it's just about knowing it's not a ladder it's a jungle gym and you're not going to go always up you may go sideways you may go all the way to the other side but as long as you're moving around and you're making progress i feel like it's okay hmm Maxine Gray is a strategic project manager at Investec Wealth and Investment. She views work-life balance as a lifelong journey as opposed to something you can achieve short-term. This is the Myth of Work-Life Balance, an exclusive Investec Ahead of the Curve podcast series. I'm your host, Aria Kelman, and in this series, we're exploring the myth of work-life balance with 13 young trailblazers from around the world. So in the previous episode, we spoke to them to get their in-depth views on work-life balance, how they define it, and whether or not they believe it even exists. Now we want to find out if seeking work-life balance is a process or about reaching a finite goal. That's a tough one. So let's find out what factors they believe play a role in work-life balance first, right? It's interesting that children look to us for guidance, but how can we teach them about work-life balance when so many of us have difficulty finding it for ourselves? A Google search of how to find balance in your life brings up over 332 million results. It's not hard to understand why we need balance and why we're searching for it, but why are we having so much trouble finding it? Maxine believes there is something at the crux of embarking on the work-life balance journey. So I think for me, it's first about understanding who you are and what's important to you. So defining who you are as an individual and what is valuable to you in your life and then allocating your resources, which is basically your time, to achieving those outcomes. Cool. So it seems that you cannot search for balance without searching internally for what is important to you and then mapping how you're going to go about achieving it. In Peter Drucker's book, The Effective Executive, he talks about the importance of setting goals, deciding which are most important and then doing the most important things first. I guess the problem then comes with regards to figuring out just what is actually important. Is checking your email more important than calling your mother? Is going for a run more important than meeting up with your best friend? These are questions only you can answer by yourself. Mike Stopforth is an entrepreneur, writer, speaker, and the former CEO of Cerebra. As an entrepreneur, he has a strong outlook on the role that goals play in seeking work-life balance. I'm I'm not a heavily goal-oriented person, but when I think about ambition, I think rather about kind of a state that I want to be in. And, and I think about it that way because the problem with goals is that once you achieve them, um, then you tend to immediately move the goalposts, which means you're on a sort of hamster wheel of unhappiness as you, as you pursue the bigger and better version of the thing that you were looking for before. A hamster wheel of unhappiness. It seems that sometimes goals can be another barrier to achieving balance and happiness. But in the same breath, many people believe that setting goals is crucial to living a fulfilled life. So in business, there's this concept called tactics and strategy, which focuses on setting both long and short term goals. Strategy is the long term goal, the bigger picture. Tactics are the combination of short term goals that will help you get to your long term goal. Essentially, it's all about process and remembering that both accomplishments and failures are part of seeking balance. The truth is that nothing in this world happens without a bit of sacrifice and a little bit of compromise and sometimes even a little bit of pain. 
Yeah, perhaps seeking work-life balance is not possible without some sacrifice, if not a lot of it. There are so many things that we have to balance in our lives. Work, family, play, leisure, relaxation, caring for others, caring for ourselves, social consciousness, political consciousness, environmental consciousness, religious beliefs and activities, physical needs. The list goes on, doesn't it? I guess something has got to give eventually. Maybe moral support, inspiration and learning by examples from those around us could help with this balancing act over time. Lulu Rubouche is the owner of the Random Network and Darling Honeyco. As a young entrepreneur who's entered the business world very early in his life, he believes that those around you impact your ability to achieving a balanced lifestyle. When you speak about, you know, um, a balanced lifestyle and, or a work-balanced lifestyle, I think we speak about work in general and the people that you normally surround yourself with because people gain inspiration or ambition from the people that they're surrounded by because you're able to see there are other people that are doing better than you and you kind of want to aspire to, you know, achieve greater heights. Okay, so it seems likely that if you're surrounded by people who are actively seeking balance in their lives, that you're going to be influenced to follow the same path. As American composer Bacharach tells us, balance is not a final goal, but an ongoing process. Being balanced does not mean being calm, relaxed, and content all of the time. Balance often only occurs for a fleeting moment, but it can reappear over and over again. Rather than trying to stay balanced, he encourages that you think of yourself as practicing balancing over and over again. Nandi Dlepu runs a creative agency called Mamakashaka, and she views balance as a process. It's been constant assessment, self, just checking in on yourself like, okay, cool, I set out to do X amount of hours on work, X amount of hours on myself, X amount of hours with my loved ones. What did I end up doing? Good question. I guess consistent and constant assessment internally and externally is crucial for seeking a balanced lifestyle. Maybe journaling is actually still in. The philosophy of balance can be found in many of the world's religions. In Buddhism, there is the principle of the middle way. In Confucianism, we have the doctrine of the mean. In Taoism, there is the balance between yin and yang. And from Hinduism, we have the concept of balancing your chakras. In traditional Chinese medicine, it's believed that illness is caused by imbalances of yin and yang in the body, which blocks the free movement of qi. Thus, to stay healthy, you need to maintain the balance between yin and yang in your body. Talking about health and the body, let's check in with Dr. Nokukanya Kanyile. She's a medical doctor and aspiring pediatrician, and she's experienced the imbalance of yin and yang from both perspectives as both doctor and patient. So how I know that my work-life balance is out of whack is when I can firstly feel an in, like an internal like, shift. You know, I'll be maybe a little bit moody or I'll be a little bit sad about certain things that I'm missing or it was, there'll just be something that's off within me. But definitely when I know that work-life is out of balance is when my work starts suffering. We've all been there. It seems that when you don't aim towards a balanced lifestyle, something will fall along the way and remind you of your humanity. In both Hinduism and Taoism, the idea of balancing your mind, body and spirit is very important. In Hinduism, it's believed that the body is made up of seven basic chakras or energy centers, each of which correlates to different bodily functions, levels of consciousness and emotional states. In order to remain healthy, we have to keep our chakras balanced. 
Loretta Iona is the founder of Ambition Plan, and she has experienced the negative effects of not having your chakras aligned and the impact that this has on balance. It's been in more recent years when I've actually had kind of wake-up calls in terms of, you know, the impact of working all the time on my health, for example, personal life, etc., that I then had to say, take a step back. What are these goals you're chasing? What is the point of them? Are they helping you achieve the kind of life you want? Are your goals helping you achieve the kind of life you want? This is a question that I think we'll all have to sit with for a bit at the end of this episode. The dictionary definition of balance is a harmonious or satisfying arrangement or proportion of parts. How do we seek this supposed harmony? What are the ingredients of this process? Mike's got to take. So what things do I do on a daily basis? What habits do I form to try and stay balance. Um, well, I think one of the things is, is reminding myself of what I'm working towards. And, and one can get very wrapped up in the busyness of work and in a multitude of commitments um, and in the kind of the admin of everyday life and forget that what you're working towards is, um, you know, is, is the sense of freedom and independence. I think when we talk about work-life balance, we rather need to focus on what do I want the outcome to be? What, what am I working towards? Because you can only really think of how much time to allocate to the things you love and the things you don't love if you know what it is that you are moving towards. You've got to be moving towards something, as Maxine Gray mentioned at the beginning of the episode. And whether it's going upwards or downwards or sideways, you've got to be moving somewhere that's hopefully in the overall right direction. I understand the value of time and and, and in that it allows me to say yes I want to achieve my goals but I also know that I'm never going to have this birthday again with this person so on that day I will make sure come hell or high water that I will be there. Come hell or high water. You know there's one key point that most books and articles seem to miss about balance. Finding balance is a lifetime project. It's ongoing. It's not a finite goal. It's not a checkbox, a shiny trophy. It's not something that at the end of which you're going to have a peaceful, calm, and meaningful life. Balance is a way of living. It's a process. Lula Rabouche believes that if you view balance as a finite goal, it's going to include some serious overworking, which is going to lead to burnout, which is a really bad thing. Some of the pitfalls of overworking yourself, what I believe is possibly the fact that you lack innovation. You, you kind of don't see, you kind of see yourself in a box. I think when you overwork yourself, the, the, the light gets darker, you know. Overworking makes you not see your vision clearly in a sense. And so if you're unbalanced, perhaps overworking yourself and not seeing your vision clearly, where does that leave you? When we're off balance, we stumble through the ups and downs in life without a direction, which sucks. Hey, remember that we mentioned a Google search of how to find balance in your life brings up over 332 million results, 332 million opinions, tips and tricks. The same way it would take a lifetime to read and apply all that knowledge within each result is the same way seeking balance is a process and not a destination. This has been a great podcast. It's so great to hear all these insights and experiences. It really gives us all something to think about. So you've got to join us again for the next episode when we share some tips and tricks to keep in mind on your work-life balance journey. Because that's what it is, a journey, and we're helping you along yours. Come on, climb the jungle gym with us.
The Myth of Work-Life Balance is an ahead-of-the-curve podcast series brought to out-of-the-ordinary people like you by Investec Private Banking. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider. Your money should be one less thing to worry about as you strive to find more me time, right? Investex Digital Tools take the headache out of your admin. You can save your own personal information, such as all your account numbers, medical aid information, and family member details for easy access on Investec Online. And we also offer alerts to expiring licenses and passports. Plus, you can manage your finances on one portal with an Investec private bank account. Log in for a 360-degree view of all your finances, a budget tool that you personalize to make sure you keep track of your income and spend. So if you want to make sure your finances stay balanced, consider private banking for young professionals. Check out the Bank With Us page on Ahead of the Curve.